to the Let's Talk Purity podcast with Richard and Brittany De La Mora. Purity isn't just for singles, it's for everyone. It's not just for a season of life, it's a lifestyle. So join us as we redefine purity. And now, your hosts, Richard and Brittany. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Purity podcast with Brittany and Richard Delamora. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Edify.app. Guys, make sure that you check out Edify.app. There are so many amazing Christian podcasts that will feed your soul and just keep you going throughout the week. Um, And also make sure that you subscribe to our podcast on all the major platforms, uh, Apple, Spotify, and on YouTube. Give us a like, share the podcast. And if you've already been sharing, we want to say thank you so much for helping us spread this message. We fully believe in the message that God has given us with Let's Talk Purity. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Once again, guys, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And I'm excited today, babe, because all this month we are talking about porn and sexual purity. Yes, we are. Yes. Loving this (laughs) month. You know, last week we had a really great conversation kicking it off about behind the scenes of the porn industry, because most people, when they watch porn they don't really know what goes on behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and last week we talked about it and if you still haven't watched that episode please go back to episode four it will really enlighten you of what goes on behind the porn industry but today we are going to kick it off again and that we're going to talk about porn and today's conversation is called what's the problem with porn what's the problem with porn. So what is the problem with porn? Well, let's talk about it. First off, porn is an epidemic to the world and also to the churches. I mean, the statistics of people watching porn is incredible. First off, it's a billion dollar business. Mm -hmm. Okay. The porn industry, I believe makes more money than that. It's the what? NBA, NFL, and I believe it's like hockey all combined. combined yeah, right? it's crazy. It is crazy uh, what the porn industry does. And I heard that it actually takes over 30% of bandwidth when it comes to the internet. Yeah. So isn't that wild? Yeah. 30% of bandwidth going on right now yeah. is people watching pornography. And pornography is not only... Um, easily accessible but also too for some of you who may not know statistics also tell us that your child ends up seeing a glimpse of pornography at the age of 11 years old so by 11 years old your child has probably seen a pornography whether it's a video a magazine something on social media at the age of 11 years old it's so sad it's so sad um i actually did a documentary it was called over 18 doc and i think the kid was 11 years old but he had he was sharing his story how he overcame a porn addiction 11 years old old. started with just playing simple games and a pop-up came up and he was hooked i mean yeah parents really have to be very careful to safeguard what their children are watching because it is everywhere it is everywhere social media i see it on social media yeah yeah no it's it's, instagram and twitter it is all over it's everywhere but not only just in that area we could always we could talk about the world right how it's so accessible wherever you go but also this is an epidemic in the churches okay Mm -hmm. 68 percent of men in the church 
watch pornography. Yeah. So think of it. That's a staggering like, number. Six out of ten men in the seats are watching well, more porn. More than six. It'd be yeah. like six and a half. Men. It'd be six and a half. Or, yeah. Or we could round it up to seven. So seven, seven out of ten men are watching porn. Mm-hmm. Not only that, thirty percent of the women. Yeah are watching porn. So it's just not a male thing. And how about 50% of pastors? Yeah, 50% of pastors. Which is why I believe the church is so silent on this topic because if you are uh, suffering silently with a porn addiction and now you're called to go preach the Mm. message on Sunday, like you're probably not going to start preaching on porn because, you know, with uh, with secret sin comes shame. So you're not going to want to get on the pulpit. The enemy's going to be like, who do you think you are? You watch porn. You know, you go preach and then you watch porn and so it's like the church has been so silent like i don't think i've ever really sat in a church service and just heard somebody like hey let's just talk about porn today yeah, I, I unless we were invited to talk about yeah, it yeah I, I i yeah i don't i don't even know when the last time i heard a good porn message yet the numbers are so high it, people are suffering silently we need to talk about and it we, and that's why we are talking about mm-hmm. this all month y'all because it needs to be talked about and what we don't reveal, we can't heal. So we want to talk about this. And let's go back. One thing that we were talking about was that porn is easy, is very is uh is very easy to access. Right. Right. I remember growing up, it was so hard <laughs> to watch porn. I mean, as a youngster, I, what I would do is that I would wait till ten o'clock at night and I would turn on the Spice Channel, and it was like Channel seventy eight. It was and, a Yeah, it was like the Spice Channel. You'd have to go on like pay per view yeah. and like find it and go on. It, it was very difficult. Or you'd have to, you know, find an older cousin, a relative to give them money to go get a magazine because yeah, it was very difficult. You had to go through hoops and valleys. I got to go so many hoops and valleys in order to watch porn. Uh-huh. But nowadays, like we said, wherever you go, wherever you look. You see porn, yeah, right, right on so on Instagram, social mm-hmm. media. It's so easy; it's there. But if we do not tackle this conversation, if we don't talk about porn, then porn will infiltrate our minds. It will mess up our spirit, mess up our heart, and it will keep us in bondage. And God does not want us to stay in bondage. Yeah. He wants us to break free from pornography. But in order for us to do this, love. We have to talk about it. Yeah. So let's talk about this conversation. Yep. And I'm thinking right now, babe, people might be asking this question. What's the problem with porn? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what's the problem? Especially yeah. people that just maybe watch it once in a while. Yeah. So what? What's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem with mm-hmm. pornography? Uh, what would you say to someone who is saying that right now? Like, what's the problem with porn, Rich and Brit? Yeah, well, I love I love what you always say. You say that if I'm not spirit fed, I'll be emotionally led, right? Yeah. And so the reality is, is that whatever you put in is what leads you in life. Absolutely. And so maybe you only watch it once in a while because you know you're single, you don't have anyone to hook up with, yeah. whatever that, whatever your reason is. Yeah. But then you get married, and now you know your wife maybe she's yeah. having a bad night, doesn't want to you know yeah. make love to you, and so instead of just saying, all right, you know maybe we'll try tomorrow. Then you go and you watch porn and now you're bringing that into your marriage Mm -hmm. household. um, And now it's bringing forth insecurities in your wife's mind or even your husband's women watch porn too. Right. And so it truly does. It opens up a floodgate for insecurities, for trust issues. Like as a man, it might make you feel insecure as you compare sizes as a woman. It might make you feel insecure Mm -hmm. as you think I, I literally have had women say they've asked me this question. How could I measure up to a porn? 
porn star. Exactly. Newsflash, you don't have to measure up. Hey, come on. You are so beautiful just the way that you are. And the reality is, is that, you know, the women in, I used to perform in porn, so I know what it's like. I was heavily addicted to drugs. That's how I look so skinny yeah. all the time, you know? And so you don't have to measure up yeah. to those women. That is a fantasy. Absolutely. And we are called to live a beautiful reality. I love that. I love everything that you talked about. And it's so overlooked because at the moment you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's helping you, right? Mm -hmm. You are, it's, you are benefiting from it, right? You're watching porn, you know, you're doing what you have to do. Boom, you're done. But it just doesn't stop there yeah. because you said it's a floodgate. It's an open door. Yeah. Porn is a gateway, mm -hmm. especially when it comes into marriages. You mm -hmm. talked about the insecurities that it causes. Not only that, it ruins intimacy. Yeah, absolutely. It destroys intimacy. Well, I've known people that they don't actually even want to have sex with their spouse yeah. because it's not fulfilling them the way that pornography that porn does. does. Mm -hmm. And if your partner doesn't do what they see on that screen, it's like, this is boring. Yeah. Why do I need to then work on, yeah. you know, being intimate with you when I can just go to a, a porn, you know, channel, watch a video boom, I'm done with, and then I just move forward with my life. Mm -hmm. But it it really, though, damages our marriages. It, mm -hmm. it damages the intimacy. And not only that, hon, it's like we no longer have conversations with each other. See, sometimes when we hear the word intimacy, oftentimes we could just think, when, and when, and when it comes to marriages, we could think, oh, it's just about sexual intimacy. But it's far beyond that. It's about connecting with each other, communicating yeah. with each other. Now you no longer want to have conversations. You no longer want to hang out at the dinner table, talk. Well, now you're just what? these random roommates. Yeah, yeah. now you're <laughs> random roommates. And I've heard that. Yeah. Hey, we're just roommates. Yeah. Like the fire's not here. I just come home. He's there. He does his thing. He gets mm -hmm. out. I do my thing and it's done. Yeah. So what is it doing? It's destroying you guys intimately, right? Mm -hmm. All because of what you allowed in your life. Yep. And that's why we have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about it though on the other side of it. What if you're not married? And what if you're single? You know, you could easily be like, well, I'm just watching it, dabbling it here and there. But I mean, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not really hurting myself yeah. per se, right? Yeah. But, but that's what you think. So it, it's the same thing. Like I never, even though I performed in porn, I never had a porn addiction, but yeah. I had a drug addiction and it started off with the pills and then it moved to the heroin. Mm -hmm. It started off with the Coke and then it moved to crystal meth. And so porn is the exact same yeah. thing. Like it might just be so uh, innocent to you. Like yeah. you might think that it's innocent when you first start watching, but we were listening to this interview the other day and there was a woman who's heavily addicted to porn yeah. and she was sharing how she started off with just these, you know, very basic yeah. uh, scenes and they've just gotten more aggressive and more abusive. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. It's like, I just, it gets more and more aggressive, more and more abusive, the types of scenes that yeah. she's watching. And it's because like, just like a drug, when you are watching, uh, say your innocent basic yeah. scene, like, and I, and I'm, for those of you who I'm qu putting air quotes for those of you who are just listening, like, I don't believe anything is innocent yeah. or basic about porn. Like, I do believe it's all harmful. Um, so, but you might think that it's innocent. And so now you start watching, you know, just a simple scene, but then, you know, over time, over the next couple years, yeah. like that's just not fulfilling you yeah. anymore. And it gets worse and worse and yeah. worse. And not only that, huh, just to add on to what you're saying, it also affects your temple. 
Yeah, absolutely. We have to remind ourselves like this is a holy temple, you know, where we usher God's spirit, his presence in. And when we operate in impurities and when we watch pornography, we start to quench the Holy Spirit. And no longer now our discernment is off. We're not sensitive to things anymore. Why? Because of all these impurities, this mm-hmm. filth that is inside of us. And we have to be very careful. Yeah. And what we see shapes our perspective. Right. So now you're a single man, you're a single woman. You're saying it's not affecting anyone. It's not hurting anyone. But is it? Yeah. When you start seeing a man, a man or when you start seeing a woman, how do you see them now? Because now you might just see them as a piece of flesh and not as a woman or as a man. Yeah. It, well, might, porn dehumanizes it, the way that you see people. Like you no yeah. longer see people as just humans. You see them as objects, objects you know? And what's right? funny Sex is objects. with a toddler, when, when children are growing, you'll notice like uh, for those of you that have children, maybe your toddler hits or yeah. takes toys away. It's because they don't view the other toddler as a human. They yeah. view them as an object. That's true. So they have no problem stealing from mm. them and hitting and biting and pulling hair because mm. to them, they don't recognize, oh, when I do this, it hurts them. Absolutely. The same is true with porn, yeah. right? Maybe at first you were viewing uh, humans uh, as humans, but as you start watching porn, now yeah. you're okay, you know, uh, pulling hair or spitting or yeah. slapping somebody because you have now dehumanized people based on what you've seen yeah. on the computer or. A- absolutely. Phone. So let's dive into this a little bit deeper now. So now here you are, you know, trying to get into a relationship. And now not only has it affected your perspective, but it's also affecting how you view intimacy and sex later on. Like you said, oh, I watched this from a porn clip. I want to go and pull her hair or we got to do this or you got to do this or you got to scream. You got to do all of these things that your partner doesn't amount up to. And now you're saying, hold on, this is not healthy. This is not right. But who shaped your healthiness? That's a your good impurities one. did. Mm-hmm. Your impurities now is shaping your perspective. It's shaping your view of how you see things now. Yeah. And now you're no longer seeing it through the lens of love, but you're seeing it through the lens of lust. Mm-hmm. That starts to affect your relationships. And people often think, well, you know, I'm just going to watch porn, Brit and Rich when I'm single, but not when I'm married. Yeah, because no, that's that just never going, works. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to go away. No, it no. doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It actually increases it mm-hmm. because you think, going back to the beginning of this, you think because this is how your partner should be, this is how it should be in marriage. Yeah. Now your partner can't fulfill you any mm-hmm. can't fulfill you anymore because they're not doing X, Y, and Z. You're like, I'm over it now. Yeah. Where did this all start? Mm-hmm. Where did this all begin? It started with the seed. Mm-hmm. It started with pornography. This is why it is imperative that we tackle this issue right away. Yeah, We don't tolerate it. We don't mess around with it. I love what the scripture teaches us. It teaches us to run away, right? Yeah. From uh, pornography, run away from these desires, run away even from sexual immorality, right? Mm-hmm. It teaches us to run away from these things because pornography is not something that you defeat alone. Right. You do it in two we- two ways. You run from it or you run to Jesus. Come on. You got to do both those yeah. actually. Yeah, run, run from away. it and run to Jesus, <laughs> exactly. right? 
uh, uh, this is how big it is. And this is why my wife and I are so um, big on having this conversation because so many people battle with it and yeah. they live in silence. Yeah. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. So say today someone's listening to this right now and they're saying, Rich, Britt, I want to evict this out of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch porn anymore. I don't want it to affect my marriage. I don't want it to affect my, um, you know, my life with God. I don't want it to affect me in my single years. Like, what should I be doing? How can I go and deal with this? What are some practical mm-hmm. steps for me to get uh, this porn out of my life? Well, you have to have a conviction. So mm-hmm. if you're watching it and you think that it's not a problem, then you're never going to stop watching it. But like, what I would encourage you to do is picture Jesus in the room with you the next time you try to turn on porn. Like, would you be okay with him sitting there and watching you? Because the Holy Spirit lives in our heart. And so first you have to have this, like, it's like a godly sorrow where you're like, okay, this is not good. It's not only harmful for me, but it's breaking the heart of my heavenly father. Right. And then for me, like when I first got out of the porn industry and I got off drugs, I did it because I basked in God's presence every day. It was through prayer, through worship, through reading the Bible, going to church, serve, serve at church, you know, I mean, with times, I know some churches aren't all open, but figure out something that you can do for other people, even if it's calling people and encouraging them, but like take your eyes off yourself as well and just, um, help other people and then be accountable, find somebody that you can talk to and open up to them and let them help you overcome this addiction. Don't try to do it alone. I love that. You said so much right there. So let's really unpackage it a little bit. Mm -hmm. First thing you said is have conviction. Another other words godly sorrow comes from what repentance repentance we're saying you know what god i know this is wrong mm-hmm. please help me yeah let's just start there god yeah you have to understand y'all god is a good god yeah he's a gracious god you might be saying i don't oh man i don't want to say anything no no god wants you to say something because yes. god wants to help you but it needs to start with a heart of repentance. Mm-hmm. What is repentance? It's a changed mind. Yeah. When you have a change of mind, you're going to have a change of direction. Yeah. God wants to change your direction. But would you be open enough and willing to be able to say, God, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I want to change my ways. And God will start to intervene. Amen. But I also believe, love, what is very imperative and crucial in helping people to be, to be free from pornography is to understand that pornography is a heart issue. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, Britt, one thing that you and I always say is that porn is the fruit and hurt is the root. Yeah. Okay. Pornography alone is just you escaping from something. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Porn is an escape. Okay. The way drugs is an escape. The way alcohol is an escape. Porn is an escape. So let's have this conversation. 
What are you running from? Yeah. What are you avoiding? That's good. What is the conversations that you need to have that you're running away from, you're avoiding that you should be invading? That's so good. Because porn is a heart issue. Yeah. So in other words, say right now you're saying, Rich, the reason why I go to pornography and I don't pursue my wife is because this is a lot easier, right? And I'm like, okay, I understand that it's a lot easier, but... If you and your wife aren't having sex, if you guys aren't intimate with each other, what stopped the fire? Mm-hmm. Is it your pursuit with her? Because, you know, babe, men and women operate differently. Yeah, with, much with women, you gotta romanticize, you gotta be romantic. But with us men, we're crazy. Like, you're just like, come on, wait, let's bam, go. Bam, like, thank let, you, ma'am. <laughs> like, let's do this. Yeah. Like, let's go. Let's just do it. Yeah. So, what but- happens to a lot of men is like, I don't wanna work. Yeah. I just believe that, you know, that your body's mine and, you know, my I body's mean, the yours. Does it does them, say that. But, but you know, you got you got to work it out. So what yeah. happens to us? We get lazy and we get impatient. Yeah. We don't there's no romance. So since there's no romance, you feel like that's an opt. That's a way out. Mhm. But instead of making that a way out, maybe you should dive into your marriage. Yeah, date your wife. Yeah, ash, ash. Treat her to a nice dinner. Encourage her. Mm. Buy her roses, not just on mm. Valentine's Day. Make her feel special. When your wife feels like she is your number one, yep. uh, she's going to give her whole self to you. Absolutely. So just in this conversation alone, maybe the guy's saying, God, that's a lot of work. But newsflash, marriage is a lot of yeah. work. Marriage, mm-hmm. we live a selfless life, not a selfish life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would ask this question, going back to it, my friend, go and have that conversation with her. Or maybe it might not even be something romantic. Maybe you buy her the flowers. Maybe Or write her know. a nice card. You don't even have to spend money. You yeah. could write a little post-it and put it on her mirror. Yeah. Baby, you are beautiful. I love you. That costs you no money and that is going to mean the world and, to and your that wife. starts it up. You're welcome, husbands. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Babe, let's go a little bit deeper. Maybe it's not even that. Yeah. Maybe there's an offense. Yeah, it could be. It, there could be an mm-hmm. offense of unforgiveness, yep. hurt. Uh, there could be something. That's there true. could be so many things, right? Or let me just flip it on the woman's side. Maybe you're saying, I've gained weight. Mm-hmm. I don't look the way that I look anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel embarrassed about my body. Mm-hmm. Men, if your wife feels this way, appreciate her. Yeah. Love on her. You know, she's still your wife. She's still a beautiful, amazing woman. And I think sometimes right there, that stops the intimacy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I hear it so often, babe. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, like these are just a couple of things we're talking about mm-hmm. that could affect your marriage. And that's the reason why you go to porn. Yeah, Maybe these couple examples aren't things that really, you know, we're not hitting home for you, but there might be something else. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't know what it is, but you know what it is. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to say to you here today is stop using porn as an excuse mm-hmm. for something that you should be talking about. Mm-hmm. Because if you want true freedom and restoration, all this happens when there's communication, when you're opening up. So what is the deeper issue? What is the root? What is the heart issue? Mm-hmm. Even with single men, men, what is what is the deeper issue? Well, Rich Britt, I mean, my 
motions, testosterone flowing everywhere. And I'm this, and women too. I mean, I, you know, I just, I just want it. I just got to have it. But let's go and dive in a little deeper. Like, yes, I believe that their sex is good. And I believe that sex is beneficial. And I believe that God created sex because he did. But the scripture teaches us there's a time and a place for everything, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, and what happens to us when we get in these weird ways, we focus on more about sex than we do with God and ourselves. We make mm-hmm. sex an idol mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we need to ask ourselves, like, man, am I so focused on this more than I am with my relationship with God, with my overall well-being, why am I this way? Or maybe you're this way because something happened to you in your past. You know, I don't know your why behind your what, but mm-hmm. what I am saying to you, if you want freedom, it begins with the heart. That's yeah. why our ministry is called Love Always Ministry. Why? Because everything we do flows from the heart. Yes. All the issues of life. So, if you are seeing something manifested in your actions, it's probably because of what is going on in your heart. Because yeah. the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth shall speak. But I also believe out of the abundance of the heart, your actions will start to be directed by what's been going inside of you. Because mm-hmm. whatever is inside of you will eventually guide you. Friends, what is the heart issue behind what you are doing that's a loaded question that might be something you might want to bring up in prayer to god but after you broach this subject right babe so now here they are they repented their hearts clean what would be the second thing that we need to do and i think just to piggyback what you said you said that get in the word of god get in worship but sometimes you can't repent unless you're in the presence of god like for me i didn't have a conviction to repent of my former life until i first started seeking god so it's not like let me get right and then go seek god sometimes it's hey let me just pray worship and read the bible and allow god to speak to me and through his word and through his presence i'm going to develop such a conviction that then i'm now going to want to repent so it might not necessarily be in that order right yeah i always tell people like i've had people go well like i couldn't go to church you know i I get wasted every day i smoke a bunch of pot every day and i'm like well that's fine just come anyway what do you mean no just come because hey god's gonna speak to you god's gonna give you the strength to no longer do those types of things you know and it doesn't come in your own strength it comes truly from god's strength when i showed up to church i was still in the porn industry for a couple weeks i ended up quitting uh i was on drugs i was i one day came into the church drunk you know and i didn't try to stop all those things yeah. i just kept seeking jesus and Absolutely. eventually you know the holy spirit would convict me yeah, hey we'll start to do an inward work exactly I, so I it always that. starts inwardly yep. you know i have people that ask me how are you able to go into porn shows yeah. is that con- uh, like do you ever get tempted yeah. when jesus sets you free those things no longer tempt mm, you they so break good. your heart yes like when i go to the porn shows There's porn playing all around me, but I'm not tempted by it. I feel so bad for the women that are there, you know, half naked and and the men, you know, trying to sign autographs for people because I know the brokenness that they're experiencing. I know the drugs that they're taking. I know that some of them are drunk just to be able to be there to meet with people. I know the brokenness. And so when I go there, like I'm on a mission to help them find Jesus. I'm on a mission to share Jesus with all the porn consumers. 
So good. I'm not there for any other reason. There is zero temptation. Mm. You couldn't pay me a billion dollars to film a porn scene. And I yeah. mean that with all, with my whole heart, with a full conviction. Like there's nothing that you could do to make me so go back. Good. And so when you just start seeking Jesus and you have a true heart of repentance, sure, it might be a journey. I didn't start yeah. going to the porn conventions yeah. right away. You know, actually I did go to one, but then I didn't start regular go, regularly going till after a few years because I just didn't feel like I was ready, not because it was a temptation, but I felt like I still needed to grow in the spirit and not be in that environment so because good. I just know how the enemy works. That's you so know? beautiful. I love that. So you said being in God's presence. So mm-hmm. y'all, when you have a heart of repentance and God starts working at your heart, may I remind you, friends, it's a day by day thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say this on a deeper level. Maybe, you know, yeah, God's working on your heart. And I'm going to talk marriages, but there might be a place point two in your life where you might have to do some counseling or some therapy to really work on those heart, hard issues. Mm -hmm. But after you do that, like Brittany said, I'd really encourage you guys to get into the presence of God because whatever you're full of y'all is what you're going to be led by. So, um, I see babe, you know, oftentimes people, they give their life to Jesus and they think, okay, I'm good now. I can move forward. Okay. Just because God restored your life, doesn't mean you should stop renewing your mind. Every day you should renew your mind, renew your heart and get fed by the word of God. Mm -hmm. Because like we said earlier, if you're not spiritually fed, you'll be emotionally lit and you will go backwards. Mm -hmm. And here's what happens. We empty out the cup, but nothing is filled up. So like we said, whatever's inside you guide you. Make sure to get into uh, the presence of God. And the every last thing, single day. Every single day. And the last thing you said, which I love, is accountability. Yeah, and serving. Notice we say accountability mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. And we don't say it at the beginning. Oftentimes I hear people say, you need a porn blocker. You need to get you need to get covenant eyes or actually watch, which are all great things. And mm-hmm. I love them. I love what they're doing. Incredible apps. And I really believe that that is very helpful for your journey. Yeah, it is. But... You could have a porn blocker, which is great. But if you have a porn blocker and your heart is still blocked by pain, rejection, or hurt, insecurities, you will go back mm-hmm. to bondage, go back to slavery. Yeah. Why? Because that all that is going to do is really be a preventative. It's like putting a, a band-aid on your leg when you need surgery. Get the surgery first, Okay. Get the brace on your leg so it keeps you in alignment. Mm -hmm. We're saying with accountability, that's going to keep you aligned. But first, make sure you go to your heart because all of these things are going to help you. The porn blockers are going to help you. Accountability partners are going to help you. Mm -hmm. But you have to make sure you do it in the right way because order affects outcome. Why am I so passionate about this? Well, because we've helped so many people. We've let them have porn. We, we've um, we've told them about porn blockers. Told them to do this, this X, Y, and Z. But be, but because they didn't have a heart of repentance, and they didn't deal with the issues of their heart, they kept going back to porn. And I'm like, why is this not working? Mm-hmm. It's not because none of these apps don't work. They're doing their job. Yeah. But they can't go and tackle the issues in your heart. Yeah. They can't do that. Yeah. 
And that's well, when porn is what drives you, you're going to be very, very sneaky. So it Absolutely. doesn't matter the porn, how many porn blockers you have, you have. Yeah, you have so many of them. If you don't have a deep conviction, yep. you will be sneaky. You'll borrow your friend's phone if yep. you have to, borrow your friend's laptop, or you'll just break through all the, you know, remove the passcode or whatever off Everything your computer. You you'll go buy a computer. Go yeah. The liquor store or whatever. Yeah. Get one. Right? It's like uh, drug addicts are, you know, you're going to, you're going to do everything like you're going to find ha- a way to get a drug. Find, you know I mean? you're gonna just find, gonna find a yeah. way and if if it's porn's your thing you yeah. know you're gonna yeah. figure out a way unless you have a true conviction so and good. a heart of repentance so good babe you guys i hope this conversation blessed you we're gonna keep talking about this conversation yeah. but friends we really encourage you to really step forward and release that area in your life and guess what y'all you can't do it in your own strength. Mm-hmm. And that is so good news yeah. because, man, it's so good to hear that we have somebody who is close to us, who wants to help us, and that is Jesus. Amen. You cannot do it in your own strength. But mm-hmm. what I am saying, if you want to get free from porn, friends, have a heart of repentance. Ask God to come into your heart and to, to ask him, God, show me and expose these heart issues I have in my life. Be in the presence of God. Get accountability, covenant eyes. There's X3 Watch. There's so many great accountability programs that could help you. And we really believe when you do these steps, we really believe that you'll be able to be set free. Yes. Guys, I hope this conversation helped you. We love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in right here at Let's Talk Purity. Yep. And be sure to subscribe to all of our podcast platforms and make sure to like and share the YouTube video. And once again, this podcast is brought to you by edify.app. We love you guys so much and we will see you next week. Thanks for checking out Let's Talk Purity with Richard and Brittany De La Mora. Tune in next time for another powerful conversation about purity. And for more faith-inspiring podcasts, download the Edify podcast app from the Apple and Google Play stores and at edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.